things just have to be a straight nope. I know, right? That's a no from me. So welcome back to our <laughs> podcast. This is what we do here. We chat, we laugh, <laughs> we laugh, we chat. Okay, so my name's She Talks. I've got my beautiful girl, Lala, here with me. How you doing? I'm all right, you know, I'm cool. I'm sitting here in a bent up chair because as, as I, I think I explained to the listeners last week that my sciatic nerve is like played up. Which I'm is so sorry. Not fun, but you know what? I'm here. I'm here. You're surviving. In this bent up chair. You're a survivor. You, You're gonna I want one make of them. It. What do you call them? Them Is it Shay's, Shay's Lounge chairs? Oh, I think you're going to talk about that the thing that Lee needed to sit on. The, the polo. The do you know what? Polo. I might have to use that, you know. <laughs> Let me go. I'll contact Lee after this show. See, see how he's getting on with that. Can I just shout out Lee, though? Because you know what? The last he's becoming shows. my firm favourite on You Lot's podcast, you know. <laughs> no lie, no lie. His random asides, his stories from the cab, the way everything just turns to the P subject. The sunken place chronicles, I, I feel like him and Damon. The way he just drew Damon into it as and well. discuss that because the silence. <laughs> I was, could just imagine. Deafening. Oh, Lord. I think Damon was just sat there with his mouth open because I was. I was like, yo, Damon, anyway, Damon, I'm not even going to say nothing because you surprised me, dude. You surprised uh, what me. What I will say is, Lee, I agree with the guys. You do need to get back on the stage because I feel like you do actually. It's funny. Have you seen the footage of him dancing at them? What was the event called? Um, Ace? We're talking about Lee from Cut the Chat yeah, podcast, Ace is by the an way. Event, yeah, Ace is an event called The Record Box. And mm. um, there's a, a little piece of footage on them, them lots, um Instagram. So the Cut the Chat Instagram. Yeah, of Lee dancing. <laughs> he's got it. the mic. He ain't the DJ for the night. He's just got the mic and he's going to town. So... He misses, I feel like he misses an audience. So he just needs to get involved. Lee, come on, man, I'll manage you. Yeah, I get it, Lee. We all understand, we all work in industries where we don't like people. Like I literally said today as I came in here, I realise I spend probably 90% of my day talking to people that I don't like. But it's it's part and parcel of everyone's job. Just to get on with it, man. Yeah. But you're... Your talents, your talents there, Lee. You're special, Lee. Yeah, you I do don't it. mean special needs. <laughs> you got to do it. So, yeah, we'll have a little chit chat. I'm going to borrow that. What's what's the thing that he said he uses for the his... I don't know what it's called. It's the... just like some rounds. The hem- his hemorrhoid cushion. <laughs> oh, it's a donut. <laughs> That's how we got here. You know, how did we get here? <laughs> Lee, yeah, I need that donut um, to help me with my back. So, yeah, I'll give you a little call later and we'll discuss that. So, let's get into the show. Okay. Sheza. Um, there's a right. lot been going on, man. There's where a lot do been we going start? On, but I'll tell you where we're going to start. Okay. We're going to start with my country, man. Oh. My, my <laughs> husband in my brain, my fine bobo, the sugar to my tea, the A to my J. <laughs> Can we just the say? The Femi to my Olushegon. We have officially started the AJAS club. Who, who is AJAS? AJAS. The Anthony Joshua Appreciation Society. Amen! It no. in here. Amen! It. I know it's international from London to Lagos. Let me just tell you something. To Kingston to New York. Yeah. I <laughs> am appreciating. Listen, I'm not a boxing fan. <laughs> I don't like boxing as me a sport. Neither. The only time I have ever liked boxing mm. is in the Rocky films. And even then, when Apollo Creed <laughs> died, heartbroken. This is what happens. <laughs> 
then it came to Rocky IV. I was like, well, I've got to watch the, 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 the revenge fight. Mm-hmm. It was just like, that's the only time I really appreciated it. All these other boxers that have come and gone, I've known them for their personalities outside of the ring. Mm. Frank Bruno, Chris Eubank, Nigel Benn, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. But when this Klitschko fight, when they were talking about it in the, in the past yeah. and it was coming up, I wasn't really on it because I don't really do boxing, although I like Anthony Joshua. Mm. But, you know, I think it's, it, went to the, it was on the day, in fact, that I made this. I said, I must watch these fights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know this what? Fight, in my I must head, watch it. <laughs> I'm seeing the whole of Nigeria like, ex- wait, 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 wait. Like, literally calling each other's houses <laughs> and houses. Like, like, just like, I've got to reach out to my cousin. She's not yeah. in Nigeria. She's over wherever in London or this, that. And just the connect, just the connect, 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 connect. Let me tell you something. But what was it? Sky box. Listen, I ain't mm. never paid for those Me extras. neither. I paid for, for a fight. A day in my life. I paid for I the extras. Like, oh, wait. How much? £20. I'm telling you, I got the Prosecco in. I got the snacks in. And we had fight night. And I'm so glad I did. That fight was... Just to show you, don't think that I don't have the link to the to the live feed if yeah. i wanted to watch it i could i didn't I just even decided, want it like that actually no i want to do I'm it properly i'm gonna do this properly for the yeah. first time in my life i'm gonna put my little shekels down yeah. i want to watch this and i'm gonna support the team yeah i won't tell you how i watched the arsenal match the next day but yeah <laughs> yeah we won't get into that i'm trying not to get arrested but yeah no um yeah man he he, he did well he did make us a bit nervous oh that's six rounds but look, can i just say about that yeah so obviously there's a stage in the fight. He was looking really, really tired. And then everyone was like, you know, even I was saying, I was like, oh, my gosh, maybe he wasn't ready. No, he, <laughs> he wasn't, wasn't ready. ready. <laughs> you know? So I was just watching him and I was thinking, oh, my gosh. But then even, you know, what? I, I, I reconciled with myself that even if he lost, mm. I'm still like, but look at him. He's got so yeah, much more course. going for him. It was just like, yeah. you know, and... I, so when he went down in the six, I, it was definitely a scary moment. I definitely thought, oh, my gosh, like, is he going to get up? But I even noticed, can I just say, even when he went down, he went down with one kind of style. Because, like, he got punched <laughs> and then he went did. down. Do you know but did you see, didn't you see he kind of, like, ducked no, round what I, what I to go was, down? When he went down, that was a, a heavy punch. And I don't even know if you've no, seen but he controlled himself I going down. I've never seen anyone that's got hit before. And it's like, they start laughing, but they're not laughing because they think it's funny. Clearly it's not. They're laughing because they don't know what the fuck they <laughs> It was a, okay, I'm going to give you, it was a big blow. It was a heavy blow. But I also saw when he went down, he kind of like positioned himself. And I thought for myself, you know what? I think he was going down because he wanted a bit of a rest as well. I started telling myself. <laughs> He did. He did. He, he wanted a bit of a rest. That way. Let me just yeah, on. he wanted a bit of a rest. So he sat there, but he knew, and he said this afterwards, he knew he was going to get back up. Mm. And when he did get back up, I mean, you know, that's, I was still kind of like thinking, oh my gosh, he wasn't ready. Da, 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 da. But you know, I just feel like there's some things that you do in life. And I suppose it's really weird because especially if it's in a competition, everyone in that competition can have this thought. But there are some things that I certainly do in life and I know I'm on some Nas shit, like 
I will not lose. Mm. I know that as I'm walking into wherever I'm walking into, whatever I'm going to do, and I've set, you know, it's a, it's a specific state of mind. Yeah. And you're yeah. telling yourself, Agreed. I ain't losing this. Mm-mm. I don't care what, how, like, I don't know how it's going to mm. work out, but all I know is that I'm going to be victorious. <laughs> mm. And I think he was in that ring on that. And even though, you know, it's, it's, it's silly to say because maybe Klitschko was in it on that as well. Yeah. And he didn't win. But there's some there's something that I really believe was inside yeah, I think Anthony. In the, in the final round, you kind of saw that Anthony, I think his, his coach must have just said to him, look, just go for it. And he actually just went out there and he just started firing blows. Yeah. But obviously he, he'd done that uppercut in the previous round. So mm. Click Club was a bit off mm. anyway. Mm. But the guy was just like, go for it. And he yeah. literally did. I was like, yeah. I think, he, I think he, also, he got a so second I think win he, he just It was just like, I think he needed that little knock to the floor, kind of got his... Yeah. Because he, he did look a bit shaky in the beginning. Maybe it was nerves, I don't yeah. know. It was a big fight. Like, I didn't mm. even realise it was in Wembley. Was it Wembley Stadium? Yeah, Wembley like, Arena or something like that. Yeah, people. Like, can you imagine if you're one of those spectators in there and you're right at the top in the rafters with the pigeons? I wouldn't, have been, pigeons, there. I wouldn't like, have been there. I'd have been at home. What's how could you tell that? who's who's who? And you're watching on the, the big ring, screen. I'd be at home. Yeah. So like you know he goes in and he just he just went for it and I was like oh my god like this sudden burst of energy yeah. just came out of him. Which... I think do you know but the thing is about the burst of energy mm. I think that was where I will I would like to put it down to a tactic because look Klitschko's a, a, an amazing fighter he's had an amazing career mm. and there's no denying that he's going to have a certain level of skill plus experience of course, yeah, that obviously um, Anthony Joshua is not going to have had yet. Mm. But you know, there's one thing that even if fitness, fitness, even, mm. if, even if it was fitness, fitness, equal, height, height, equal, skill, skill, equal, mm. experience, experience, equal. The one thing that, that Klitschko cannot just say I'm going to be equal is... Anthony Joshua's got youth on his side. Mm. And it doesn't matter. You could be the greatest. Your body is your body is mm. your body. Do you understand what I mean? So I feel like tactically, I I imagine that he started to think to himself or going into it, he thought to himself, let me just tell you something. Worst ways, my energy is going to be up mm. more than his is going to be up towards the end. Because I'm younger than you. Because I'm younger than I'm you. Because I got it like that. <laughs> so you can tell what girls in it. So maybe that's because yeah, I he definitely possibly. I definitely saw him get a se- yeah. second win. So you might definitely be right. It might have been a pep talk, but I also yeah. think there was that game plan of conservation of energy. Like speaking for myself, like there's been times where I've been tired as hell and like I don't want to work out. I don't want to do it. And then I get to the gym and then this burst of energy just come and I don't know where it comes from yeah. because literally five to ten minutes prior I'm like yeah I yeah, want to yeah. go home I want to sleep yeah and it just I don't know what it is or where it is or what it is but it can happen yeah. sometimes it just comes out maybe the excitement maybe him just like knowing that look this is I'm, it I'm there like I'm just I'm, yeah I'm literally there it can just come this is out it I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna start going into to, to 12 rounds and they're gonna yeah. decide it on points yeah oh, exactly no. that's not what I came so here I need for to, so he went in there like look I need to knock this brother out otherwise yeah I think there was literally be like one point in but it. let me tell you let me just tell you something about that I had like a a a a watching Serena moment <laughs> When it was in that eleventh round, eleventh round. Let me tell you, the commentators. So, Ace, am I wrong? You see, part way into the (laughs) eleventh, 
Anthony Joshua was just giving it to him. Mm. And then I hear the commentator talking about there's nothing in this round. I actually jumped up. I said, what are you talking about? Are you, are you watching the same round as me? How could there be nothing in this round? I was l- killing it in this round. Then he knocks him down. Mm. So I, said, I said, you know what? Certain pundits will not see it till it happens. They won't see it. To, you know, well, what the way do we they say to, all the time they, when we, we talk about Serena Williams and the way it's that like they comment. Just, it's yeah. like, shut up. No, I don't want to hear they're from They're just you. giving some kind of like, oh, begrudging commentary. Like, oh, like, don't give me that. Mm. There's nothing in this round. Klitschko was getting mullered in that round. Mm-mm. Like it was, it, you could see it unfolding. Yeah. It was like, that's it. It's finished. It's like, once he did that uppercut, he was, he was out of there. It was like. That's what I'm that's, saying. But that's even, why even. Take him. Right. Take him. And so even, ready. I think that the, 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 the interesting thing to watch in terms of there are certain sports stars that, and I don't know if it's just necessarily um, ones that are of colour or maybe ones that people see as young upstarts mm. or the up and coming ones, they never get their dues <clears throat> easily. And so I'm really proud of Anthony, Anthony Joshua for this particular win, mm. for the record that he's got, but I'm so proud mm. of the way. He carried himself. Mm. Both of them. You just see how the he, Daily Mail have been like reporting on this story. They're really trying to claim. I can't read that. I can't like, read these, that. these people are unbelievable. Leave them. Leave them. They're just, claiming now, but yeah. if it had gone the other way, yeah, we know, you know where he's from. Oh, and Anthony Joshua, right from the Enugu State, right, right, Nigerian, Nigerian Anthony Joshua. Do you know what I mean? But the way he carried himself, his off is post-match comments. When I saw him just like holding up Klitschko's hand and just rating him in front of the crowd, I just said, you know what? This guy's got his head screwed on mm. and may the endorsements now come rolling in. in. They say he could make like, could be a billionaire by, what's it, next year? If he continues like this. Yeah. Look, the brands are going to want to align themselves mm. with mm. him. Not only is he brilliant and excellent at what he does, but he's really clean cut. And then they have that bit, you know, the storyline. You know, boxing Telling makes you. a hell of a lot amount of money. So if he gets a next fight, you know, people are going to be <coughs> throwing, throwing cash at him. Yeah. Like, he's, he's like, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, Have you I'm, been to a boxing match before? I haven't, no. I don't, because I don't, I don't, I don't like the sport. I went to one um, years ago. I was invited to watch um, Frank Bruno fight Oliver McCall. Mm. Years, years, years back. And I hated it. Because it was like, it was like, I felt like I was at a BMP, BMP rally. Really? It was, it was so bad. And it was just unusual because I'm like, okay, I'm having to, I'm sitting there watching these two black men fight each other. Mm. And then I just saw like Union Jacks everywhere. I saw a bunch of skinheads everywhere. I saw just, it was just mm. felt, it didn't feel right at all. Yeah, it just, doesn't it, it sound was horrible. nice for some reason. I'm sure it's probably changed a lot since then, mm. but. I, I, it was an, it was an experience that I will never forget and one I don't care to repeat. Mm. It was horrible. I didn't feel like, you know, I'm going there to watch, you know, these two men just hash it out. Like I I I, I could I can only remember bits of the fight, and the yeah. only reason is because I was so conscious of where I was and all of these like just aggressive, you know, white men, bald white men with DMs around me that I just was like I can't wait to get out of here really I hated it yeah that yeah. don't sound that don't sound cool at all <laughs> yeah Mm, cool. I think I think it might have changed. I mean, looking at the cr- the crowd, I mean, the crowd was huge, mm. but the bits that you could see, like the, the obviously the bits closest to the ring, looked 
kind of looked kind of jazzy. Like mm. he's drawing like a a, a good quality yeah, of, come, they of crowds and, and everything. And, and the like, thing is, the yeah, tickets were not money. cheap. Not at all. I actually just for research purposes googled <laughs> how much um, some of those front row ones were going for, and so I think. They had been originally priced at about two grand, mm. but obviously people <laughs> buy them to sell them on, knowing that there's going to be a scarcity for them. So I think that some were maybe changing hands for like three, four grand Bloody on the day of the fight. Shoot. I'm like, listen, Sky Box Office, whatever that I'm was, you, was fine for me. Cleaning, clean. Anyway, it was well fine. done, Anthony, man. You deserve all the the greatness that comes your way. Look forward to the next fight. Hope, hoping your eye heals. You've seen his eye. Yeah, eyes fucked up. I put some ice on that. So I'll give you some light, some TLC. Some TLC, Anthony. We've got you here. We've got you here at Two Girls in the Mic. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on here. Um, I was going to discuss the Met Gala, but um, everyone looked kind of cool. So we won't actually. I don't know what I want to say about it, to be honest. Rihanna looked good. I liked Rihanna. Zendaya looked beautiful. I didn't see. I didn't see her. She really did look lovely. I have to say, um, usually I love anything that Solange puts on, but not this time. That puffer jacket (laughs) number (laughs) was Arsene Wenger esque at best. (laughs) Solange, you let us down, man. Definitely. But she's, you know, she's in her own lane when it comes to all those kind of like choices. So I guess maybe that was the look she was going for. So I'm gonna wear it. Yeah. I yeah. didn't, but I, I didn't like it. So that that lace lacy number that I kept seeing Lala in mm. on the um, the internet and blogs and stuff was that was she going to the Met? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I like that dress. Yeah, her body is banging. In yeah, there. she's got a lovely figure. Who else looked good? Mary J. Blige actually looked quite nice. I see. I haven't seen her. She looked nice. She had on a black lacy number as well. Okay. Halle Berry looked good as well. Didn't see that. She had on another black. Um, number there was this um, I think it's an actress it's called Priyanka Priyanka I can't remember her surname but she had on this kind of like trench Mac no, like them I think mats. I just saw a clip of it yeah, this and evening. had a really long tray. I was like, that's really Yeah, I think I, I like just saw that. a clip of that just this evening, just out of the corner of my eye, yeah. glancing at a television, but I didn't pay any attention. But when you say kind of off the shoulder, yeah, yeah, room, and in the nice tan colour as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. Like I saw that. a clip of that. I, I didn't realise yeah, what I was I like watching. That. Rita Ora looked lovely. I haven't seen her. She I had on this her. lovely red satin gown. And she, I thought her hair was in finger wave, but it wasn't. It was kind of like really it looked finger wave ish mm. and it was platinum blonde mm. bright red satin scarlet dress with this big red bow she does look good in red red is definitely yeah. her color she looked really nice um diddy was giving me joke diddy decided he was just gonna lay lay on, on the, the steps on the steps while cassie, cassie looked good did her thing cassie always looks lovely yeah she i like that ear accessory dress. as well yeah who else looked amazing Blake Lively, who is like my favourite white girl of all time. Not mm. of all time, but she's in the little clique along with Pink and what's her name? Um, Lady T, may she rest in peace. Um, <laughs> she, um, she, she does that actually. Blake Lively is one of my favourite people mm. in kind of like celebrity dumb simply because she always looks amazing like mm. if you google her and see everything that she wears yeah always looks banging really and okay apparently she doesn't have a stylist she dresses herself and she just looked on point had this gold kind of like metal less dress and at the bottom had a long train and it was like gold into like this bright blue mm. like it looked like feathers mm. but metallic feathers just talking of blue, I yeah. didn't see that. Talking of blue, I like what J Lo was wearing. J Lo, lovely. 
long yeah this kind of 70s number. chiffon yeah, definitely kind of, i like that i liked it she looked good so yeah it was actually all right i can't remember anybody that turned up there looking like an idiot there's always one mm. pharrell's but, wife got a bit of a oh, ribbon yeah, for that she, red number yeah, what was that was i don't know i don't know I hate when people when just try and be too different, man. Yeah, it's like you're trying too hard. Just, yeah. just put on a gown, it's fine. It's like, true, no it's true, it's true, it's true. That, that doesn't make not it Not every day wear a, wear a, high, a hat that's yeah, like, yeah. you know, looks like you're Not, not to... every day different. Some yeah, days same. Some days just be the same. It's some fine. days conform. I can't, I just can't. <laughs> I can't do it, okay? Just, you just know, I won't, I won't be in your confined Not box. everyday oddity. Just like, you know? oh, just put on a sequin dress, it won't kill ya. Just want some sequins. You know me, fling on some heels. It's all right. <laughs> Not every day different, man. <laughs> this woman, but yeah, she did. She got ribbed. She got ribbed. But yeah, no, they did all right, is it? Okay, so that was Met, uh, that was Met, Gala, Met Gala 2017. Yeah. Right. This next subject mm. that you had uh, put out. Are we? Yeah. No. You are, are we? <laughs> Do you know I need glasses? Can I just say? Do you? Yeah, it's confirmed I'll now. We need them soon. As it's well, confirmed. Actually, to be fair, I'm the only person in my family, my mum's side, that doesn't wear glasses. Yeah. Everybody else needs them. Mine's been confirmed now. The optician tested it. It's like I'm only just, but I do need them for reading mm. and I'm starting to notice and it it's now. It's so weird because, as you know, my eyes are very sensitive. Like, don't take much for my eyes start to water, to water, but I don't need glasses. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still I'm still looking for like some frames and stuff now. I've got to get on with it. But okay, so mm. squinting and reading this is actually you are how God made you. Is this statement true or false? No, I think it's a bunch of bullshit. I think we tell ourselves that to kind of make ourselves feel comfortable when we're being quite um lazy. Mm. And when we procrastinate about things that we know that we can do, that's within our limits. Mm. And we just settle and say, you know what, God made me this way. So mm. let me just let me just sit down and just rest up. It's like, no, God gave you gave you certain tools yeah. in order to help yourself. Actually, yeah. there's I think there's a saying in the Bible, God helps those who help themselves. Yeah. So I don't really I don't subscribe to this. I used to for certain things and then I just I don't know I just think I'm having a a, a a reflective time in my life right now where I'm like you know what you could have done this ages ago mm. you just didn't want to yeah so when you thought about this particular topic you're you were mainly focusing on um physical state right right but and I think hearing you talk about it because we didn't actually like just express it like that but yeah. hearing you talk about it I realized that actually that whole thing of oh, but this is how God made me. Mm. Um, kind of, ex- it's, some people extend that to other, other ways. So, like, if people find themselves in maybe other kind of like in deplorable circumstances, sometimes there are people who will just be like, "This is God's portion for me." Mm. So, who am I to buck against yeah. this? And again, I think my riposte to that would be no, like. You still make make efforts to better yourself mm. because God God will bless the works of your yeah, hands exactly and that's what it is that's so I kind of I don't agree with um, that assertion that you are you know how you are is how God made you mm. because I feel like what how God made us is to give us free will is to give us 
um, an operative brain to give us imagination, mm. to give us understanding, to give us, you know, desire to better ourselves. And it's up to us whether we knit those things together and make something of ourselves. Mm. So taking it back to like physical attributes, I do think that some people kind of like rest on their laurels and they're like, ah, this is just how I am, man. Mm. Like, I can't change this. I'm, you know, I'm big boned. <laughs> Like, you know it's funny. I'm glad you mentioned that. I was having a similar conversation with my mom, my mom about people who say I'm big bones. My mom was like, "Are people aware that bones don't grow? Like after your when you die, and your your body starts to decompose, mm. your bones remain the same size. The only time that they change in life is obviously when you're born. They grow. Mm. You get to maximum to size, yeah. and that is it. They don't get any bigger." They, they, they certainly don't, don't expand. And yeah, they don't look expand. Chunky. It's like think about you know people who find like these mummies who are like um, found in tombs and they're mummified so much and when they start to unravel them, they can see that the, the actual shell mm. of the, the sorry the skeleton is mm. actually still pretty much intact, intact, and everything. The bones aren't any bigger or any smaller than an, an average size human being. So people who say that, mm. again, these are excuses that we give ourselves, especially those of us who might be a little bit on the plus size mm. as a means to kind of just explain why they are why they are the size that they are. It's nothing to do with your bones. Your bones are the same as the next man or woman. Yeah. That's some bullshit. I, I can say, though, in terms of um, when I was younger, I was like quite thin <laughs> and I, that definitely was how god made me because i used to eat so much like that's where my reputation for being slightly greedy and loving food <laughs> kind of comes from for people who know me from when i was younger because i could chow down and i would never ever put on weight it just mm. wouldn't it would just i didn't even know there'd be times when i would eat be with my friends i eat 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 mm. and i eat more than they would eat and then maybe like a couple of hours later, I'd be like, have we even eaten today? <laughs> I'm, I'm starving. Like bottomless pit. <laughs> like, seriously, I'm starving. Mm. I used to say to my friends, I just feel like I've got an O <laughs> in my stomach. It's just a big, empty O. I'm so hungry. He's feeding. Like, Hold on a minute. We just ate two mm. hours ago. I'd be like, ah, that was a snack. I literally, like, I had such a wild appetite. Yeah. And I would just eat and eat and eat. And I wouldn't put on, this is like, uh, like twenties and stuff, mm. I would not put on weight. Mm. So, um, or late teens into twenties, should I say? And I would not put on weight. Mm. So at that stage, I was just like, "Look, this is it." Because people would be like, mm. "Oh, but like you don't eat." Da, 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 da. Like you know, you're you're atypical of the you know the <laughs> women in your family. In corner, like, polishing off. That's the what I'm saying. I'm just like, yo, just mm. you know, you got like fall back off that whole mm. you don't eat stuff or why are you so skinny? Mm. That's one thing I noticed as well. People like to, you know, it's it's deemed as being rude if you say to people, "Why are you so fat?" Mm. I, I don't think I would ever say that to yeah. somebody. But on the the other side, on the side, it. it's like it's rude ramp, to say it. Yeah, to come up. Oh, you're so marga. Oh, why are you so skinny? And I'd just be like, this is how God made me. Mm. And at that time, it was I, I, I had yeah. to employ that statement. I think mm. it was because there was nothing. But then it wasn't, for me, it wasn't necessarily like a thing. Mm. It was just like. But the statement in that regard for you at that time was true because mm. it wasn't a case of you like, 
if you were skinny mm. because you weren't weren't eating or making yourself or you were making yourself ill, yeah, and then you turn around and said, "Oh God, maybe this way," that would be a bullshit statement. No, you've made yourself that way because you've chosen mm. not to eat. Yeah. You're just being you, yeah, and it just so happened. That you know your metabolism is very fast, and you I'm can telling eat you. What oh no, you it's not anymore. Right. <gasps> okay, not so now it's, now as you get older, Screw as we all know, metabolism changes, oh, happens to everybody. God. So it's like okay, happens to the best of us. Right. So there would be people who were just like you that mm. I know actually that I know personally who when they're younger could eat whatever they wanted. Now they're older, but they're still eating the same as what they did. Yeah. Um, back then but now they've, they've obviously they've put on the weight because their metabolism slowed down but they're still yeah. of the mindset God has made me this way yeah. it's like no something has changed and you've changed now you're yeah. older you're not 18, 19 so now this is the time where like God is saying to you look you know free paper bun <laughs> it's time you do something about it and like, otherwise you're just gonna you know you're just gonna balloon and there are things that you can do if you want to let me tell you the first thing that you can do yeah <laughs> And I don't mean this, I don't mean this in like a flippant way. And I'm not saying, you know, to anybody who's maybe feeling like a bit of a chubster out there, this Mm. is not direct. This song is not about you. I'm just saying for me, right, when I noticed that my metabolism had slowed down and I noticed that it wasn't so easy for me to like, if I wanted to like drop a few pounds before I could just skip Mm. a couple meals next minute, stomach flat like. Mm-hmm. You know that doesn't happen anymore. Mm. It doesn't happen anymore. Has <laughs> put some effort into this now. <laughs> so you know what happened? Mm. You know what I started telling myself as well. I don't know if it's vanity. Mm. I just got to start controlling it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I just got to, all this food that you want to eat, show. <laughs> Stop, Stop it. it. Stop it. There you go. And you know what I've had to do? I've mm. had to really stop. So like things that I can control are like because I can't control the chowing down. I have to control the buying. Mm. I think I've said on this podcast before, I can't buy biscuits for my house. Mm. No. How can I buy biscuits for my house? If I open that packet, (laughs) they'd be gone. The whole packet's gone. (laughs) The other day, let me even shout out to Sainsbury's. I mean, I know there are other bloody supermarkets out there, but Sainsbury's, let me tell you what you do do correctly. Mm. Correctly. So they've got this Sainsbury's is taste of difference, isn't it? Is mm, their taste of difference range? Mm, don't remind me. Oh yes. They've got this listen, Victoria Sponge, so basic. <laughs> I just saw the Victoria Sponge. You're I not introduced me to taste new of ranges Let of me that, just tell you of something. the taste of difference because as it is, Let, I, I felt like I was going through Lord, all of them at one point. Let me tell you something. I just said to myself, <laughs> I just fancy a cup of tea and a slice of cake. That's all I fancy. <laughs> A, a, a Earl Grey, black, no milk. Mm. I just, I just want a bit of cake with it. <laughs> I bought that mofo. My niece was coming over, so I mm. thought, you know what? There's two of us going to be in the house tomorrow. So let me open this thing this evening. No, <laughs> 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 I ate one slice of that. I ate one slice of that story mama jamma. Very familiar. I ate one slice of that mama jamma. That was it. I just kept, I went so I went mm. to my room. I had the tea, <laughs> drinking, ah, Netflix chilling. Sweet, you know, I said, <laughs> let me just go for just small slice there. You know when you even you're not even cutting the oh. cake evenly because you do that first slice mm. out. But then sometimes when I feel like let me just have a little bit, I'll go at an angle 
So I'm just cutting a little a little edge off. Yeah. But then I come back and I see the cake looks misshapen. Don't ask me what I'm doing in the cake in the kitchen again. But the cake looks misshapen. So I said, let me just shaping it up by taking that bit off. And then I've gone back to him and I've said, but wait, mm. this cake is so nice. Let me just have a little a little slice there. Had another slice. Thank God. Thank God it was night time. I said, mm, let me sleep. Let me sleep. <laughs> but let me just tell you how I'm so... Wait, did you wake up in the morning and polished off the rest? Because that's the kind of shit I've no. done before. You just finished <laughs> off my story for me. <laughs> I didn't even... I, I, didn't, I, I can't even respect myself anymore. <laughs> I woke up in the morning and you know you wake up and you're just in your bed and you're thinking about, oh, what are we going to have for breakfast? <laughs> you know, you just think breakfast. So even bouncing in your bed, breakfast. <laughs> I said, let me just pad to the kitchen and see what's in there. As soon as I opened the door, me and that cake caught eyes together. I said, oh, Jesus! I don't even know why I'm saying this story. I don't know why I'm about to cut up my mum. My mum used to do this thing like, imagine like Sunday dinner, yeah, Shezza. You know, every mum's mum on a Sunday cooks up more than what they should, yeah. Mm. So clearly there's going to be leftovers. Mm. So normally, you know, a normal household would probably have the leftovers for dinner the next day. No, <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> right in my mum's room. I'm smelling food, <laughs> but not breakfast, <laughs> not eggs, not, you know, porridge. <laughs> I'm smelling rice and peas, potatoes and <laughs> coleslaw and parting. First and I'm looking in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> so like, oh, mom, is this dinner breakfast? She's like, yes. And you, she's like in <laughs> her, her bed dinner with the tray. The tray's resting on the, the belly. And she's like this with her knife and fork. And she's boxing it back. And I'm looking at her. Bear in mind, my mom's a personal trainer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I'm like, mom, what the hell do you tell your clients? She's like, look, I just tell them to listen to me. Yeah, don't do as I don't do. Don't do as I do, do as I say. She's like, I'm 62. I but still you know look what? good. And your mom do does look good. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. But listen, when she's having a moan about, oh, my belly won't go down. I was like, why would it go down when you need it as a rest for your for dinner, dinner breakfast? <laughs> so I know them things there. Like when certain food is in the house and it just, the smell of it and you can still taste it from the last time that you had it. Like food is so, it's like crack. It really you. is. No, do you know what? Sometimes I don't actually, I don't, I don't know how to deal with leftovers because honestly, <laughs> have it for dinner breakfast. It, it, it turns into dinner breakfast, <laughs> or or so. I, I if I'm especially if I'm at home alone and then I'll, mm. I'll eat and then I'll, you know, so I've eaten. I'll come back to the kitchen. I want to put my plate down. But I'm looking around. There's all pots with stuff in it. <laughs> I'm like, Yo. well, <laughs> I might as well have seconds here. Listen, it's oh, difficult. It is, it is difficult. It's difficult. But Oof. to come back to the point, therefore, mm. as you find yourself, as you find yourself, as I find myself now, it's not how God made yeah. me. It's what I'm choosing to do. do. So I'm choosing and I'm, you know, it's a struggle sometimes. I am choosing to try and regulate what I eat, mm. you know, for, 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 you know, two particular reasons. One of them being, I think it does help with weight maintenance, but another obviously being the prayer side of it. I fast some mm. days. So, yeah, yeah. and that is, it's a choice. Mm. And sometimes it's not easy, but you know what is the, 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 the advice I give to myself is the advice that I give to some of my friends that are like in my peer group mm. as well. 
Yeah. You've got to maintain your well, sexy. This new thing that I'm saying now is that because somebody, I, I, um, <laughs> I asked somebody to put together their, um, their food plan mm. for me. And I had a look at it. <laughs> I was like, oh, sweet Jesus. So she's got a bit of a sweet tooth. Mm. So I said, what is, I said, looking at this, like, what can you tell me about? Because I can tell you, like, what I think of this and yeah. where you're going wrong and, you know, things are good and things like that, blah, blah, blah. So I definitely got a sweet tooth. I said, yeah, majorly. Yeah. So I'm like, what is, do you fear, like, not being able to have these particular foods? Yeah. And she's like, in a way, yeah, I do. Mm. I said, you do realise, like, you can have those foods, but you need to regulate yourself. So I think it's all about kind of, like, control and regulating the fact that... Yeah, where you can, yeah, and knowing so, yourself and being honest about your habits. Exactly. So I know I don't have no control. So if I'm buying something, I know, oh, it's going down today. Mm. If I open that, it's, it's yeah. going down today. So I just I can't people, buy it. You might not be, you won't have it, like, don't have it every day, but eventually you are going to have, you're going to have some cake in the future. You're yeah. going to have, you're going to have these things. So it's not like it's going to be taken away from you and you'll never again see, you know, a bloody Cadbury's chocolate flake or, yeah. you know, a sponge cake ever again. It's going to happen. It's just that on a Monday to Friday on your regular day so that your energies are up and so for you and for your internal health as well. Especially, yeah. I feel like I'm at that age now where it's like, I really, now I need to really like look at what I'm eating yeah, and for sure. putting inside myself and I'm looking and reading more material about food and everything. Let me tell you, the food industry should be right up there with, you know, alcohol and like just tobacco and everything because the things that they put in our food, mm. you forget you forget cigarettes, forget alcohol. What they put in our food, I'm telling you now. Yeah, I can believe that. And yeah. once people get their head around the fact that the food industry is is just another yeah, commercial profit-making thing, then they they have to realize how discerning they have to be with right. things that they eat. That's why there's such a rise of people turning to veganism now. I know that um no <laughs> Ace and I were making jokes about it a couple of shows shows back, but there are people who are turning to it, not because they're like, oh, you know, the poor animals or anything like that. But I've there's been times where I've gone to the butchers or I've gone to Tesco's or whatever store and I'm looking at the meat in there. I'm like, why is this so fatty? Like, mm. I don't remember, like, eating, mm. you know, meat when I was young or seeing it when I was younger and there was this level of fat in mm. it. Or why does that chicken look so up. huge? Like, what's, what's going on? And yeah. I can see why people are choosing... I'm not touching them them animals because I don't know what you've done to them. Yeah, because I think what go yeah what system. you're saying is it's it's all under the same umbrella, isn't it? Mm. It has to be. Um, you can't just sit back and just shovel whatever you want in your mouth and then just whatever the condition that you find yourself in be just like oh this is how God made me. You have to make choices, and mm -hmm. as I was saying, for me now. I am, you know, I've hit that age where I'm like, you know what, I want to maintain my sexy. That's what mm. I say to my friends. Yeah, now it's not the time to, to suddenly just let it go. Let, for what? Well, you know, that don't make sense. Myself, so no, that don't make sense. Yeah. No, I always want to feel like great. I want to feel great at, you know, 40. I want to feel great at 50. So yeah. however long I live, I want to feel great for, yeah. the, for that age. And that is my main goal. Like, I'm not out here trying to compete with no 20-year-olds or anything like that. I'm just like, I need to be me. I need to feel good inside. I need to I need to just have a quality of life. And if that means me, you know, not having a, a, a Cadbury's cream egg, then so be it. Yeah, I think, I think with everything, so even looking at this statement as it applies to 
um, physical being as it applies to you know any kind of personal desires you have you have to put actions to your mm. desires so physical, you have to mental as yeah. well what do you do for your mental health do you just stay miserable all the time or do you do things that make you feel happy yeah you know do you just kind of like do you procrastinate about things and just worry all the time what are you doing about that thing that makes you worry like do things for yourself and like i feel like god will help you with the rest but yeah you have to put your best foot forward i and, think that's what it is and, i and completely do that. agree with you no condition is permanent as right. they say that is it so that's our rant about you are how God made, 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 made. I am how God made me. So if you agree or disagree, please do let us know. Let us know. Cheryl will give you the, um, <laughs> You're the email so bad. as per usual. Two, the number two girls podcast at gmail.com. That's two girls podcast at gmail.com. Right, so let's go on to one of our favorite rounds. One's gotta go. Oh, one's, one's gotta, gotta go. go. Oh, one's gotta go. Uh, oh, and I know who's going already. Okay, so this week... Now, we said we were going to do a little roundup of this, but these, these reunions are taking far too long. Way too long. And I watched the one, what, number three? Yeah, We're talking about too. the Real Housewives of Atlanta. If you guys are fans of the show or not, it doesn't really matter because we're going to talk about it anyway. But how we're going to do this is that we have to talk about the cast members. Yeah. And that's why they feature in this week's segment of One's Gotta Go. Ace, I know you've been watching. Do you know what I was just thinking about Ace the other day? Mm. Ace is a huge fan of WWE, WWE loves wrestling. Mm. And if you think about it, yeah, that was the first kind of reality TV <laughs> yeah, concept. Yeah, you're right. You're and this right. is why Ace actually watches all of the reality TV. Ace, do you watch Black Ink Crew? Oh my, you need to get involved. I don't watch Blank Ink for You need either. to get involved. It's so good. Really? Yeah. I just don't think I can fit another thing into my roster, oh, it's man. It's hilarious. Like, just, like, it just cracks me up. But yeah, Ace, get onto that one. I think you'll like that. But yeah, I just was just thinking that the other day. I was like, Ace loves a WWE, and that is why he watches. Do you watch Bad Girls Club? Yeah. How do you I watch that one? Watch that. that one I don't watch because it's I just can't, pure fighting. I can't. I can't. It's. So bad. it's <laughs> Ace actually looks embarrassed for himself. <laughs> I tried and I just thought, I don't understand. These girls, they're just angry. No, I can't do it. They are, there's no backstory. They're just angry and they just, within seconds, they fight each other and I've just thought, no, I can't get involved. So that's probably one of the only ones that I don't watch. But yeah, going back to One's Gotta Go, as I said, we're going to focus on Real Housewives of Atlanta. So we're using the cast members this week. But so, I know who one has to go. For those of you that don't know, I'm sure you know their names, but we'll just run them down anyway. Mm-hmm. First one, Shady Feifei. Phaedra Park. Feifei, yeah. Let me just say something. <laughs> Wait, Fei-Fei. let me do the names if I know All you're right. ready to go in there. We've got Candy Burris. Everyone's on thin ice, to be honest. Cynthia <laughs> Bailey. Everyone's on thin ice. Cynthia all the thoughts are coming to my head now. Portia Stewart. I'm going to pepper them all. Sheree Whitfield and Kenya Moore. Okay. Let me just get to go, it. Go, go. Right. So for me, <laughs> to me, you see many of you, I'm not even going to single anyone out. This is when you have to stand in front of the whole class and just say, you're all a disappointment. You know, one person might do something wrong, but you're just angry at the yeah. whole class. So you see right now, all of you ladies, I'm angry at all of you. All of your foolishness and efferies okay, have come with, to the who front. Who to start with first? So, 
<laughs> let me see who can just about even. Let me just like say you 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 can go. You know when Tyra Banks was saying mm. the rest of you can go back to the room or in 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 um, what's that program? The Apprentice. <laughs> you guys can go back to the house. You lot, one of you's getting yeah, sacked. One of you's getting is, fired. Like, the best out of a bad. Bunch. I'm telling you. So let me tell you who can just about stay. Mm. Come on, get out. <laughs> Really? Get out! Candy, stay right here because me, I, when I finish with that, your short self. Every minute, <laughs> crying in, cry, crying in, the, in, in the tone of A. Dry those tears, my friend. So why are you saying her teeth? She doesn't open oh my her mouth. Nerves. Well, I said. Stupid fingers that keep bending backwards. <laughs> Get some of my nerves. Every little part of her right now. Get some of my nerves. Except her paper. Long. <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> so to be fair, Sheree, mm. you just about made it. Just through. about. Listen, she's the she's bone messy. carrier. She's messy. <laughs> she's I'm like, you love chat too much. much. Chat but too much. But you know business. what? The thing is, they needed that to get yeah. certain things out. So Sheree, only for that reason, because to be honest with you, all of you lot can go. Do to you know what be honest, annoyed me about Sheree the most is like she was like proud of being the bone collector because people need to stop chatting behind um, everyone's back. However, mm. when um, Kenya brought up the fact that um, she was um, abused in her relationship, she never liked that one bit. She didn't like it. And it's like she actually said that to your face. Mm. She didn't have to say that to you at all, mm. right? You didn't want your business put out there like mm. that. But so, she certainly didn't even want Kenya to say it because her right. and Kenya are not they're friends. They're not friends. But this basically. is the thing. She's not friends with a lot of them girls, but she took it upon herself to tell this person said this about you and this person said about you. And then she's like, oh, because I don't like the fact that people are talking behind each other's backs. But yeah, that's, no, not that's not why that. you're doing it. You're doing it because you want to stir the shit. You know what? You know, you know, Sheree, I'm sorry that I even called your name first. Go back into the crowd. <laughs> Let me even tell you to, on a real, on a real, on a real, who's staying? Who's staying and there was never a chance of you surrounded by this rabble going <laughs> Portia come through Portia I can see that you've done wrong I can see that you've been Wait! confused what yes no 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 yes no no yes Portia is not nope. going anywhere she will go nope she has how no let me tell you like I was Pedro like, made her lie. No, no, no. This, 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 this dumb thing that she's doing. She's not care. dumb. She's not. She's not. I dumb. don't care. Listen, she's not. Go- she compared to the rest. As Cynthia, Cynthia made the best point. Cynthia said, "Listen, Cynthia can get the Wait, hell out." Cynthia's got. She's got. She's got to leave. She won't be back next season anyway because her storyline. Her storyline dead anyway. But what I didn't like, what Portia kept doing, is that when. Thank God for Peter Thomas here yeah, because when he turned up with his drunk say, Jamaican yeah. self, I nearly wet my pants because I totally forgot about the fact that Portia has not only lied about the whole lesbian thing, which I don't really care about because we already know that Candy likes to sleep with women, mm. but the whole the the she and not only the the date rape thing, she was making up stuff about um, um, about Peter sleeping with. Allegedly sleeping with girls. Good, don't care. She she making don't care up about no that. no no, and she was making up things about Todd being caught 
called Marvin. What I've don't noticed about, about wait, what I've noticed about Portia, and which and I don't like people like this, and this and people like this are very dangerous. Like when they're backed into a corner, they will just make Say up random lies. But the thing is and about Peter, I'm not sure that it was no. necessarily not true. I think she it, it might just whether hyped or not it's it true out of, or not. You mm. don't know that to be a fact, and you said it because but all said stuff. Yeah, you, but it's like she, she, she goes to the. Why are you going there for? Yeah, like, what? It's got nothing to do with nothing. Then it's like rather than just say somebody calls you out for something that you did and you were wrong, just say yeah. So what? I did it. I don't care. Don't hold I it against her. Porsche country. And she kept doing. She's telling stupid. I'm like, you're an yeah, idiot. Yeah, some of the, some of the things were stupid. Them, them kind of things. Them kind of people. Personally, I don't like that. I wouldn't have them around me simply because. You could get somebody sent to jail. You, you do know that. Mm. And with her dumb self, she spent three episodes lo- backing up um, Phaedra, Phaedra with foolishness like that because she, you know, when somebody lies so much to the point where either A, they believe yeah, but it, Phaedra or B, made her believe nah, it. she knew what she, she's, a, she's a known liar. She didn't just lie about the whole lesbian gate and the dungeon thing. She's been lying consistently about different shit throughout the entire show. And it's like, nah. you're, you're a grown woman. You're nah. not dumb. You know, to me, you, you to just, me, just... to me, that, that she's, that it's bad. As you're describing it now, it's bad. But let me tell you something. Nah, you see, when I'm liar. looking at all the names on here, they've all done some shag that... Mm. She I, just I can't, keeps taking I can't. it, taking She's, it. Like, Cynthia's boring, so... No, nah, but Cynthia's more than boring. Yeah. No, Cynthia. Two-faced Cynthia. That, okay, let's get into even that stupid Cynthia with her Botox self. This Cynthia that... that okay, first of all, when... Um, now that she's going through it with Peter, mm. she's all upset. When Phaedra was going, going through it with Apollo, what was her attitude? She wasn't oh, simple. Her and, um, she wasn't are sympathetic. they even friends though? It doesn't matter. The reason why they're not she's not friends is because Cynthia was going on like she was big and bad when she had Nini as a friend. Mm. And then when Nini wasn't her friend anymore, she couldn't really say anything to anyone. She had some kind of beef with Phaedra. Because and it was at a time had? when Phaedra was Was that when Apollo and Peter got into a fight? Yes. And yeah. it was also a time when I feel like beyond that, when Phaedra and Apollo were splitting up. And Cynthia could have been more sympathetic towards um, Phaedra. Mm. She wasn't. And I, I, to me, I just looked at her like, you act as though you're all this kind of like nicey, nicey person. It's the same thing that kind of like you're saying about Paul. She acts like she's a nicey, nicey person. Mm. But deep down, I don't think she's a nice person. I think she's very about self. I think <clears throat> she, when she sees people doing wrong mm. blatant wrong she doesn't call it out so the way she's treated Portia this season irres- irrespective of Portia having done all those lies and stuff like mm. that you see that whole thing about whether Portia's going through anger management and then um what's this person's name Kenya mm. was now asking her about it and kind of goading and then asking her is she on medication mm. Cynthia speak up you can see that that's wrong when Kenya was treating that, that woman that didn't come back this season, that actor woman, is it Kim? Yeah, when Kenya, Kim, Kim Whitfield. Oh, yeah, yeah, Kim, oh, no, the, Kim one, <laughs> Kim, the one who um, Cynthia gave the job to to do the commercial. Right. right. When Kenya was treating her like a dog, mm. pulling her chair up and all of that sort of stuff, what was Cynthia doing? She's mm. just, she's silent. Mm. She's silent. And you know one thing, okay, your thing for Portia, I get where you're coming from, but... I'm not really bothered by that. Portia, mm. in all of them, Portia, Portia is it? She's an airhead. So I don't, I don't feel like I don't. 
that when I see her act in certain ways, it's kind of stupidity to me more than anything. You see, when I saw Cynthia, someone that knows better, but she and she acts like she is better, mm. overlooking certain things. You're a fake, my girl. Mm. You're fake, and that's one thing I don't like about people. I don't like when people are acting fake. She never pulls up Kenya on anything. When Kenya was there pointing her spectre, do you remember at the reunion yeah, yeah. that she got butt up? When she's pointing her spectre at um, Portia, bringing out Bullhog. Can bull I just say that's the only time I've been on Portia's side when Kenya was doing all of that? Because if that was me, what does she that expect? Kenya, that, that spectre would have gone right in, in Kenya's what face. What does she expect? Mm. Until today, I've not heard Cynthia, who had those things passed across her, who was doing all of this. Mm. I've not heard her come out and say, but yeah, Kenya, why are you poking things in a man's face? Mm. <laughs> of course you're gonna get, <laughs> of course you're going to get dragged for that. So, Cynthia, she's not my favourite. Mm. Cynthia is easily in line to go. Me, I don't even... There's one person on here who I really don't like, and that's the only reason why, in my head, as soon as you said these names, I said to myself, I definitely know who's going. Mm. But you see, all of them, I could pepper every single one oh, of them. Easily. easily. None of these are, like, likeable characters. So like, no, they all got their their issues going on here. And even um, with... The only thing that pissed me off with Cynthia was this whole her and Peter Thomas, mm. Peter um, scenarios. Like, okay, I think the last maybe two or three shows where they went to... Where did they go? Or not, You know, they Maui. always go. Yeah. And there was this thing of like, you know, oh, are they going to get back together? Are they going to do this? And you could see like Peter just wasn't kind of feeling it. Whereas, you know, she was like, oh, you know, Peter, blah, 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 and everything. And I'm like... You know that you're not getting back together. You're not getting back together. Why are you trying to, like, start up something that you know you're not going to want to carry on after whatever you you think is going to happen here? Like, let this man... Let him go. Like, you already said, like, on the reunion that, you know, it was my fault. I, you know, I just couldn't handle it. And I think think Peter's got, like, money issues and everything. And I think for her, she just couldn't deal with someone who's not that, you know, well... Yeah. looked after and everything so she just decided not to which is fine mm. but at the same time you've now made that decision let that ma- as Peter said I have found somebody mm. who I like oh ho. <laughs> he I'm was glad drunk you said as that. I like her a whole lot <laughs> and then like you know like but you know I did feel it for Peter when he mentioned the Porsche thing that's mm. why I was like oh fucking hell yeah she just keeps doing this shit mm, mm, and if mm. I was Peter as well I would feel a way about somebody doing that and it's like why are you trying to you know if your I'm relationship is over your relationship this is my marriage and you're gonna i've seen people do shit like that before and it really does put like um a doubt and a seed yeah it yeah. does it put plants a seed there and it's like you don't know what you're doing shut your mouth mm. but then i think she does keep doing this so clearly she does know what she's doing because she does it at the right time i think so it's clearly her if you're I think peter it's her and now i'm looking at you like you're a fucking bitch mm. you're on here with your fake boy where's your man mm. where's your man i think i think Portia does it as a defense mechanism to to, to be real with you when she's saying that, because she mm. is, she's not really quick-witted, is, is she? So when these ones are coming with their reads and their put-downs, <coughs> she doesn't really know how to do it. Mm. And so I think t- she's... Remember, Portia's grown up quite... Um, sheltered. 
yeah. Remember, mm. she's her. She's the granddaughter of mm. um, some civil rights activists oh, and everything. So, and even the way she treats her, her sister as well. Like some of the time, just like push when her sister was pregnant, mm. all she was concerned about is like, what about me? It's like your mm. sister's about to give birth, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was just very much concerned about how this is going to affect her and her. Who's going to do this? Get yourself an assistant, you selfish cow. Let your yeah. sister have her. I pregnancy. have to say, I, I, I still saw that, but still, nah, man, I just don't me, rate her. She's selfish, definitely. Like, I see those bits in her, but definitely she is still less offensive to me mm. than, for instance, now let me land on Candy. Mm. Portia, for me, is less offensive than Candy. I have. Guys, his face! The way Ace had to look at me! No! Ace is like, her money let is long. Me this better tell be good. You. <laughs> you see, apart from the singing and the songwriting. Mm. The singing and the songwriting and the business acumen. Mm. From what I've seen of Candy <clears throat> now on the past few seasons, I don't rate not one bit of her. Mm. And that's coming from somebody that used to like Candy. I don't rate one bit of her. Let me tell you when it really started for me, when she really started to get my goat. When her mum mm. was dissing Tob's mum. Mama Joyce! Yeah, that was so bad. And you didn't pull your mum up on it. Where's Todd's mum now? Mm. She's dead. Mm. She never got her apology. Or now, I haven't seen <laughs> Mama Joyce properly... Maybe she's done it behind the scenes. Mm. But I haven't properly seen her come out and address, I should not have called your mum and dad a pimp and a whore mm. on national TV. Candy, you still didn't pull her up for that. When the mum was kicking off, when you were trying on your wedding dress, and she was picking up her slipper that she wanted to throw at your best your so-called best friend who she Carmen. guns as well remember that i heard on the streets that, that they was Carmen and doing, todd yeah so you see when i'm saying about portia saying this this and that mm. your mum mm. has done that and you managed to find a way of okaying it mm. in your heads and now okay it for portia mm. Okay, for Portia. I think this is what Phaedra was trying to allude. This is why Phaedra's kind of stupid. Because she was saying it's okay for Candy to, you know, have her people, as yeah. in the people that work for her, talk badly about me and to say things about yeah. me and her mum to say things. But she didn't bring that up on the show. And I don't know why. And it's like, this is why you're a shit lawyer, Phaedra. Yeah, this is why you've lost every that case that you've ever had yeah. presented on this show. Yeah. Because if it was me, the way I would have rinsed her, her team... And her mum. That's mom. all you need to say. It would have finished. It's it true. Would have wrapped everything how can your mum? Because how can your mum go to another person, right. another lawyer, to start asking about your divorce? Are right. you in my household? And the thing is, it's just like, hang on, your Candy was outraged at being called a rapist, which is you know understandable. Mm. But you should have been outraged that your mum did that because if it was my mum, I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Uh, simple. You can't call somebody simple. a pimp and a hoe and like... Not when I'm trying to marry into I'm that not saying, family. Well, it's my mum. I can't meet my mum. But you can talk to your mum. You're a grown you see, woman. You see that when she started coming off with those lyrics, mm. uh, it's my mum, I can't... I said, Candy, you know what? I'm done with you mm. because that means you're, you're saying that your mum can... Dis the, the levels of disrespect. Yeah. Let me tell you something. She went. Mama mom went above. Let, let, yeah, and she went way too far. Above and beyond. She went way too far. That sort of behavior will make you hold a cheeky elbow mm. <laughs> in your perhaps jawbone because that was wrong. Mm. She that was wrong. You cannot go into the lawyer asking about divorce when you're sitting down there talking with Phaedra. You're saying like, ah, oh, that man said he wanted to blow you the fuck up. Uh, 
Mm. Like, why are you repeating it so many times? Like, you're you're trying to dig at her. Candy, you didn't do enough to stop that. So I don't care now mm. if anything happens to you because if all these people are so bad for saying this, for saying that, for saying the other, when your mum was doing it in front of your eyes, <laughs> what did you do? You didn't do anything. For, for, that seed has sprouted into a tree of dislike mm. for me and Candy. I don't... I don't like her. I don't. I did something. To me, she just sometimes she backs the wrong horse. Mm. That's what it is, and that's maybe that's why I'm like I don't really care about what Porsche's done. I don't even care about what she said about you because from then, when you didn't defend those tactics, I'm like, well, anything goes then. Fair enough. So fair Candy, enough. off my hit list. Phaedra. I haven't oh, bothered to even spell the gosh. woman's name properly because the way she was. I think this the whole thing with Apollo has twisted her so much. I think she suffers from... I think she's... What's the word I'm looking for? I think she... Let's go right the way back. You see, when I notice things about Phaedra is when she... People were asking her about her, her pregnancy. Mm. And she was min and R in, like... She turned full of all of a sudden. Mm, this mm. this is a woman who's really quick-witted and off mm. the cuff with her reads and everything. She's known for them. Mm. But the minute she was asked that, I'm like, why are you? Mm. And then it dawned on me, I'm like, and all this Southern Belle bullshit you keep doing. Mm. And I re- again, this the, the fakeness thing uh, with Phaedra, I cannot take. but it, Because yeah. it's like, you want to be all ratchet with, with Portia, which is fine, yeah. you know. And then you want to be like, oh, yes, because I go to church on a Sunday and everything and blah, 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 blah. And you do all these, these things that don't kind of mesh yeah. with I'm each other. Yeah, I'm seeing the fakeness now. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't, like, you're not endearing me to you. You, yeah. you, you just, you, this is foolishness. And then, like, you get with Apollo who comes straight out of prison and then you're, like, acting like you don't know what's going on with Apollo and everything, blah, blah, trying now, to act down. You, I you, believe he did. Uh, she did know. She knew everything. She's yeah. not stupid because... <laughs> my cousin was saying if you think right back here do you remember when she was trying to get him involved in the more her the mortuary business that she set up and he just wasn't feeling it he didn't want to get involved like apollo didn't have no job his job was personal trainer mm. but yet my man's on tv talking about how he spends five thousand dollars a pop every yeah, time he goes knew. to the strip club it's like wait don't you think wait shut up stop talking and yeah. the rest of the cast members are looking at him like are you a fool mm. five thousand dollars you're a PT, you don't get that that kind of coin to just keep flipping away. And she's sitting there, like, looking the way that she does. like, And it's like, it's all come out to play now. Yeah. Because she's the next person that I don't want people in my business, but at the same time, I will laugh at everybody else's misfortunes when mm. they go through things and throw outside, you know. All these but I know, you know what? No, 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 like no. In, in fairness, I think the laughing at other people's misfortune and being, like, shady and all that stuff, I think that has happened since... Mm. In, in like in more latter days, in 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 after oh, what's been happened doing it for with a while, yeah, she's been, been doing she's progressively worse. Yeah, it's like I think before, now, like I think before it was just like how everyone did it. Yeah, but now it is more. You're seeing it as a as a really deep feature of her personality, like being like throwing jabs and blows and saying like really some undercut stuff. Yeah, in, um, like the the cutaways and stuff. But Phaedra. Still, even for me, does not take the biscuit of the person who is left now on this list. 
Mm. Kenya Moore <laughs> has got to go. Kenya's been giving me joke this season. My girl is... <laughs> look at Ace. Look at Ace. Pretty face will take Ace anywhere. Ace. Ace is just... Yeah, just because Phaedra's not good looking, that's why. No, Phaedra is the worst, actually. Look at you. She's the, wor- she's, you. She's the worst You've seen me. Kenya's boobs. You're now... No, no, no. Let me tell you something. Kenya Moore, mm. for me, she's got to go. <laughs> she's poisonous. Why? She's poisoned down from her fake laughter to her poisonous self. You see the things that I see in in, in Kenya. Mm. I see real bitchiness. Mm. Everyone oh, yeah. else she's is a, doing she's reads a great and all a of that, and she does never admits to when she's wrong. Right, and she I will don't. like go on like. I don't like that. And let me tell you the and where thing was that Matt? I... Let, no, right. I'm coming reunion. to Matt. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> she, she, for me, is the worst kind of woman. Mm. Because she played Matt. And the thing is, I'm not saying that Matt is not dysfunctional. Matt is mm. dysfunctional. But Matt's dysfunction met her dysfunction. What about when we had sex in the truck? <laughs> what about that? <laughs> Because you were acting like don't do that he to me, calls Matt. you, don't do that. he's running you down, mm. I don't want him, he can't control himself. If he can't control mm. himself, you see when you're going to your, to your kiddie, um, your, your, what do you call that thing? Your, um, you're going to buy, what was she doing at that dog's place? Was she going oh, to right, buy yeah, things yeah. for her dogs? Just a dog, dog shop. I Why guess, are yeah. you going to invite Matt, mm. the man who can't control himself? It's manipulation. Mm. And you see that kind of thing? That pre- that pretense. All of these ladies are doing it. Mm. But you see that one where you can take someone who's potentially kind of wild, like Matt, and he's young, mm. and he's a dude, and you start flipping him around like that? I don't like that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't... To me, I found that so distasteful. And I felt like she was doing it for storyline like i'm saying that some of these foibles that these women have some of their idiosyncrasies you look at it and it's it's part of it's part of their personality or it's come from somewhere yeah you don't like it but you see the genesis of it Mm -hmm. for for kenya the genesis for me is just that she's a bitch she does things for kicks she does things for laughs you're asking portia is she on medication when you didn't like when Kenya <laughs> when, when sorry when Phaedra was saying to people that you were on medication do you remember she made a big deal yeah, about yeah. that you didn't yeah, that like was that bitchy of her because it's like first of all you know you, you you and Portia don't get on so you're gonna she's gonna be the last person that she's gonna hear from especially in regards to so why are you sitting down and asking on. her about why are you, are you on, asking me and you're, you're, not, you're not asking me because you care no you're not asking because yeah. you care because you're asking a stupid question mm. as well you didn't like when people mentioned medication to you and you're talking about something that doesn't need anger management where do you need medication for that mm. so that's where you know that whatever she says it's not coming out of personality it's coming from the core mm. of bitchiness you didn't like someone saying medication to you you're asking about medication you know already that this girl has got and quote unquote anger problems why are you asking her stupid questions why are you trying to provoke her when she walks away from it you're not her mate why are you behind her still in her ear and then when she dragged you that time on the stage you said the first thing she said she hit me i want her fired do you notice no one really mm-hmm. calls for those lyrics? Like mm-hmm. they know because she knows what, what it is. Like, if I push, if I go, and the thing is, they that's they what I'm saying Kenya about 
why do you, and that's how her and Sheree got into it. Because Sheree's point is like, was you do antagonize people sometimes. Kenya's like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. Oh, you're going to talk about me antagonizing people? What about the, and that's when she, it got onto the whole domestic violence thing because mm. she's trying to say, you know, oh, you know, you're saying that I antagonized Matt to hit mm. me. Well, you could say the same thing. I could say the same thing about you because, you know, one of your former boyfriends might have been antagonized enough to hit you and that's how they got, got into it about that. Mm. But it's like, she totally missed the point. It's like every person that you've fallen out with is mm. because you keep going and going and going Thank and you, you just won't stop. Thank and there's you. something it's like you got a bee in your bonnet it's like you have to keep goading and goading and goading until the person takes your scepter and beats you with it yeah and then you start pretending that you don't know where that's yeah. come from oh my god and funnily enough i think you do know kenya and that's the mm. thing i don't even think it comes from a place of personality where you're operating out of operating out of your personality you're operating out of solely bitchiness and that mm. just manifests in all different ways so i Completely, I don't. Even when she's acting nice, I can't see. So mm. when I, I see, I think that's why I'm disappointed in Phaedra because you know the the the, the reunion where Phaedra read yeah, her yeah, yeah, up yeah, and yeah, down to the yeah, point where yeah. Kenya couldn't even speak <laughs> yeah. because she was like, "You, <laughs> the way you, you will have a baby <laughs> because your man ejaculated in a ten dollar cup." I was like, <laughs> "Yes, Phaedra." She yeah. couldn't say nothing. So when Phaedra is doing all of these antics, it's like, I see you're turning into Kenya right now because you're doing the manip manipulation to Portia. You're doing it so, so badly as well to the point where I think they've, they've had to get rid of her now because the rape accusation is, is, is a criminal is a criminal yeah, offence, essentially. Much. So now, like, bravo, like, get rid of her because we're not having this. This is stupidness. So now she's gone. You've mm. turned into the one person that you hate. Yeah. So she got to go. Yeah. So your one is Phaedra. Yeah, she's got to go. Yeah, my one is Kenya, man. Kenya's... And that's <laughs> who, when I looked at the list, I knew straight away, like, mm. that's how much she overshadows in my mind anything to point which any of these ladies have done wrong, oh, is boy. still Kenya. And there's one more episode to go of this reunion. The next one had better be gold, Andy, because four is far four's too, too many. too much. They let them not do that again. Too many. Ace, who did you want to go? Because I know you had a quick... Uh, Phaedra. Phaedra. So Phaedra's actually going. Yeah, she is going. We've, we've, we've had enough. You, you let us all down. But anyway, so we have a... Oh, the fight. Sorry, we didn't have that. We have this instead, which is our shady corner. Um, okay, so... Oh, God. I'm, just, I'm actually exhausted even looking at this woman's flipping crow face. But Katie Hopkins, I'm trying to be nicer to women that I don't like, but I just feel like <laughs> if you're shit, then I'm just going to be... I'm not yeah. going to be nice to horrible people. And she's a really really nasty, vile piece of work. She doesn't offer anything in life. She moans about everything. And it's like all of these things that you're moaning about. Do you offer solutions? No, you just mm. want to bitch about it. So her latest bitch is basically about the um, TV show called um, Dear Black People. It used to be a movie. It's now a TV series on Netflix. Mm. So she tweeted... Dear White People. Dear White People, sorry. Mm. And so she tweeted, Dear Black People... If your lives matter, why do you stab and shoot each other so much? That's disgusting. So I'm like, is this bitch crazy? Is she insane? Now, it's fun, it's, it's ironic that she sent this and literally, I think, was it today or yesterday? What's the name of the young, the young, the young, the young boy that got shot in by a police officer? 
just sitting in the car with his friend, minding his own business. That right. the car was reversing aggressively. Yes. In Texas somewhere. And then disgusting. apparently, is it Philandro Castile? He's um, the police officer. No, Alton Sterling. Alton Sterling, sorry. There's so many names. Like, yeah. you just you just start mixing them up because there are so many. He's, the officer that shot him is not being charged. And it just goes, the list goes on and on and on. We all know the, you know, the stories and everything. Mm. So for this cow to even take her fingers to tweet this it's like what 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 i don't understand what is your what is your problem you are more offended at the title dear white people than actual black people that are literally being killed by people by organizations rather that are supposed to look after the public you know the thing is the thing is it's 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 not she's not you see looking at this tweet Mm. this tweet has been locked and loaded for a while mm. it's got nothing even to do with the program she was just waiting for a moment yeah and right now where we are right now socially politically everything mm. everything that we've been discussing on our shows for the past you know few months if not longer is a perfect storm for someone to fix their fingers to tweet dear black people mm. i can't She's in Shady Corner. Yeah. That's it. She's just an evil, nasty piece of work. This is the same woman who apparently she um, has decided that if her children, you know, in schools, they do school excursions and stuff like that. So Mm. if um, any of the, the, any of her children are supposed to go to any local mosque or mm. whatever, she's like, I'm not, I, they're not allowed to go. I'm not having it. I don't feel like my children should be forced to, you know, to um, study another religion and it's not our religion and blah, blah, blah. Nobody's forcing you call a spade a spade to a do sp- anything. A spade a spade. Katie Hopkins is racist. And out and out she's racist. She's disgustingly she's racist. disgusting. And she has platforms that, mm. you know, people will get banned from this country for saying less than that. Mm. So let's let's say who's in the light because she's so disgusting, I can't even... Well, what I will say is that at the her. moment there's um, um, a change.org petition going around just to get her off said platforms. Yeah, it has, it's to like, be, it has to be, it has to be. You know, I know some disgusting. people are like, well, you know, what's that going to do? But it's like, at this, you know, you should just ignore her, but it's like, no, we shouldn't ignore people like that because when people like that get get ignored they actually do get more platforms Mm -hmm. if you're gonna focus on her you need to do things like change.org we don't want this woman because of a b and c because like i said she offers nothing Mm. nothing at all so yeah fuck you katie hopkins amen so anyway sorry i don't mean to swear but oh she does my brain in so going on to positive things about people who actually do do Mm. things and do want to make a change you are the light my little homie your little homie Lisa Ben, Lisa, I want to shout you out because you've done something amazing. Mm. So basically, Lisa has got in contact with a charity called um, Charity Cup of Kindness, which is based in Sweden. And what they do is they... um, they um, put together like these care packages and within these packages there are like menstrual cups which they distribute to you know disadvantaged kids um, all over the world yeah so Lisa is she's focusing on um, schools in London so she wants to distribute to distribute to two schools in disadvantaged areas in London to basically to provide them with these menstrual cups and she mm-hmm. needs to raise £16,000 mm-hmm. so she's created a Just Giving page so if you mm-hmm. do want to donate you can go straight to them so Lisa shouts out to you like I said someone is actually doing something that's worth you know yeah. you know 
worth something to to, to people, yeah. all of us, you know. And it's going to be good for the environment as exactly. well. Exactly. So <laughs> menstrual these, cups these are like cups. She's actually testing them out herself. Yeah. She's like, okay, no people been asking me questions about these cups, so I'm going to test them and let you know, mm. you know, how they actually. So work. they're all basically they're alternatives to sanitary towels, towels and tampons. or tampons. Yeah. So you, they're like um, silicon cups that you, women place inside of themselves to collect their menstrual bloods mm-hmm. and then reuse them, rinse yeah. them out yeah. and reuse them. So Pretty much. No, yeah. That's it. Because, so, yeah. you know, it's really funny because there was this thing about, there was this sort of study, I think The Guardian might have written about it, but I saw it elsewhere as well, where teachers were focusing on, were telling stories of how they saw poverty manifesting in... in, in um, excuse me, in schools and within their pupils. And one one or more of the stories were that young girls didn't have money to buy menstrual men, men, menstruation products. Mm-mm. So they would have to, you know, borrow or, or ask for them at school and then sort of make the excuse of, oh, I forgot them at home. And teachers would say, no, these girls were coming back month on month on month. Mm, the same they issue, got the money. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah, no, awful. big ups to Lisa. Yeah. That's, that's really weird because... Um, Sanitary towels and tampons are actually considered a luxury item, mm. but yet you can get condoms for free mm. on the NHS. And I don't understand why they're not considered the same. Mm. It's like sexual health and like female health. Like to me, it's one in the health. Yeah. health. It's one in the same. Yeah. Imagine like homeless women as well. Oh God, I couldn't, I couldn't. Mm. But yeah, shouts out to you, Lisa. This is an amazing thing that you're doing. As I said, if you want to support, you can go to her Just Giving page. And if you just type in um, um, Cup of Kindness, it should just pop up. Um, Second person who's also doing things, two people actually, friend of ours to the show, Mm. our brother cast, shall we say? Mm. (laughs) Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Femi Femi and Victor, Victor, they have a company called Purple Gecko. Purple Mm. Gecko are responsible for producing and creating the movie The Intent, which has now got um, a slot on Netflix. So if you want to watch it, go out there and watch it. Femi, as I was saying, off air, I nearly watched it, you know, illegally. But Mm -hmm. I thought, no, I'm going to support, even though... I'm still waiting for my and tell, tell us, Premi, we got to the we premiere. Got, we're trying to work out. Does it need to do numbers on Netflix as, as well? Yeah, Is what that needs how it to happen? If, like, if anything, I'll just leave it playing when I go to work. <laughs> So just let us know, Femi, because we're, 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 yeah, we're proud of you. We're proud of you. Yeah, no, we're proud of you guys. Very proud of you and everything. So, yeah, so if you want to do that, go to Netflix and you can watch the intent. Ace, are you in that? No. No, Ace isn't in that. Femi, we all want roles next yeah, time. Victor, next time, come please. through, come through. I come wouldn't through. mind. What if you could have a role? What would you like to play? I would on? like to be some kind of um, detective, mm. but kind of like a sexy detective. Right. Like I'd like to have this like really kind of like mean streak, but like mm. in a kind of sexy yeah. kind of way. I see you doing that. Yeah, and kind like, of like be really tough and be like one pole of the Bailey, but a sexy. <laughs> Kind of you know, I'd like to like stop someone and put like my hand up on the wall like that when they're trying to walk yeah. past and you block them and then you I kind of go in close to that. them that and say dope. like, I know that you have the information I need. <laughs> You're an idiot. I am going to find it out and kind of like walk off, kind of yeah. kicking in my heels and not trip over my own ankles, which is something so I do cool. regularly. <laughs> yeah, I think I would like to do a kind of Charlie Baltimore, um, what's the name of the movie that she's in? Holly Baltimore is in that one with Samuel Jackson. Not a time to kill. What's the one? Uh, 
Tiger. Regina Davis. Oh, Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah, mm. I think I'd like to do something like mm. that. You know, I lose my memory and mm. I'm like, Susie Homemaker, you've got kids. I can see you doing that actually. And then, and then all of a sudden, day, some skills just come yeah, out of nowhere. One day, I just like, you know, I, might, I hit my head and I'm like, oh. It all comes back to me. <laughs> Slicing and dicing Nunchucks, people. Just all of that like, sort of you know, stuff. you know, look up my skirt. I've got this garden with a little gun. Like, assemble it. Like, it. Ch- ch- let's go. Yeah. Femi, if you could do... See, those are two meaty rolls there. I'm telling you, you should be writing right now. Femi, these two girls need more than a mic, okay? We need some... We need some... Some, some real-life rolls on TV or film, okay? Ridiculous. But until then, guys, mm. catch us here on this podcast every week. Two girls and a mic, we're out. Bye. Bye.